Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome, Welcome to the campfire. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I mean, you know, not that we've got a fire on the road, but... Yeah, well, there are eight little fires that keep happening in repetitive fashion to oh. make the V8 and the truck work. Welcome to the engine fire. No, no wait a minute. <laughs> wait, that sounds no. awful. <laughs> <laughs> we actually saw that. Yeah, oh, no, man. we don't want that. Oh, well, anyway, my name's Tony. And my name is Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel small part-time yeah something like that in a small trailer <laughs> looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips tricks and destinations and discounts too. and discounts <laughs> you know you would think after a hundred and some odd episodes we'd know what we're supposed to say but if it's not in front of our faces we can't remember that is the fact jack and we literally are trying something new this week yeah we are using our new speakers that tony's going to tell you about speakers we are using our new mics that Tony's going to tell you more about, and we're driving down Route 66. Indeed we are. Getting our kicks. We are on 66 as we record this, and that was something that we wanted to try. And so we don't know yet whether you will actually listen to this or listen to one recorded in our studio in the trailer, which we've also set up. But if you listen to that, you probably won't know this even exists. That's true. <laughs> so I'm hoping if it's not completely awful, we're going to use it even if it doesn't sound quite right, just because we want to try it. We went to all the trouble to get these mics and get ready to do it, so yeah, these let, we want to see. <laughs> not speakers, mics. <laughs> so we'd like to be able to use them on occasion. So what they are is it's a Rode Wireless Go 2, and each of us have our own channel and our own mic transmitter and then it gets recorded on a device and Peggy messes with it and edits it and that comes to you so we would appreciate your weighing in what do you think of the audio quality yeah, of this? please tell us it is not going to be a permanent or even frequent thing that we record like this but but if it does work out we want to be able to do this occasionally when we're on the road because we've been spending a lot of long days on the road yeah. and unfortunately i didn't realize how long these days were going to be when i planned you know the quote-unquote rule is to go 300 miles a day and stop by three o'clock it's kind of not possible <laughs> Well, it's possible. Well, it's possible if you're not trying to be sightseeing. And we've been doing a lot of sightseeing. We've been following Route 66. And there's been just way, way, way more things to see than what we budgeted in time to see. So my tip for the week is going to be give yourself time. I told someone in a restaurant today. Whatever, in the Big Tex Steakhouse. Whatever amount of time you think you need to do something or to go somewhere, just double that time. We already kind of double whatever the GPS says because we know that towing a travel trailer, we're gonna go slower than usual. But what we don't normally do is literally stop every 15 minutes to see the next ball of twine. Yeah. So we have driven past and flashed pictures out the window of things we wish we could get out and spend half a day looking at many, many times over the last few days. Yeah, and so that means 
We are coming back to Route 66. Yeah, we're coming back to Route 66. We're coming back to Arizona. So anyway, that's my tip. I just wanted to let you know that really, really think about how long you have. We're kind of rushing a little bit to get to a destination for a family gathering. Then we'll slow down a little bit ourselves. Yeah, but that will have been past a lot of 66 and we want to do it justice and we also want to see it. And truthfully, there is a lot more to see, especially yes. in Arizona and New Mexico of Route 66, including like a thousand tow meters. <laughs> yeah, tow mater in every, at least yeah, one tow mater in every town. Yeah, at least. There's some that have <laughs> two or three. But other things too, and we want to talk to people. So that's the deal. The, the idea is just slow down and take it easy and don't try to see everything in one day. Right. So that's your tip. Part of slowing down and part of seeing things is staying at cool places. And right. as you well may know, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we really like Harvest Hosts. And Harvest Hosts had a big announcement. They bought Boondockers Welcome. Right. So we talked to Harvest Hosts to get the inside story and how it'll affect things and what we need to know moving forward. So right after this message, we will talk to Lisa Manning from Harvest Hosts. Indeed. I see you're packing for our next road trip. Oh, yeah. These are all the ingredients for making different grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub stick. Great. But uh, where are the clothes? I got all kinds of inspiration for making grilled cheese sandwiches with our grub sticks over the campfire. There are 11 kinds of cheese and bacon, bacon jam, ham, five kinds of bread. Wait, okay. That's all for making grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. I know the grub stick is a perfect campfire accessory made of quality parts that work together for sandwiches, hot dogs, s'mores, woofums, and all sorts of other great meals. But isn't this a bit too much variety? Camping is supposed to be simple. Oh, it's simple to use your grub stick over the campfire or even on the barbecue to make great meals. And even kids can use them safely and easily. Plus, with the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS, you get 15% off your grub sticks. It's the best deal around. Yeah, but it's going to take us weeks to eat that many grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> oh, yeah. Weeks of grilled cheese. You say that like it's a bad thing. And you haven't even seen what I packed for breakfast and dinners. We are going to be camping for months. My husband is insane. But Grubstick is the perfect cooking accessory for any campfire. And you can get 15% off using the coupon code HAPPYCAMPERS from our partners page at StresslessCamping.com. It is a real pleasure to have Lisa Manning here, who is head of host and member success for Harvest Hosts. There are some new things happening there and exciting things. So, Lisa, welcome to the Stressless Camping Podcast. Hello, guys. How are you today? Terrific. terrific. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. So, for those who don't know, tell us, what is Harvest Hosts? Harvest Host is an opportunity for people to have a unique experience at farms, wineries, breweries, different locations around the United States and Canada. It's a membership program. And as long as you have a self-contained RV, you can go to one of those kinds of locations and stay on their property without any camping fees. And then we just ask in exchange that you make a, a purchase and support the host that you stay there. So if you go to a winery, have a glass of wine. If you go to a brewery, you might jump in and have dinner. You know, just make sure that you're supporting the hosts while you're there. And self-contained 
in case anybody doesn't really understand what self-contained is, that means that you're carrying your own water, you have your own facilities, you don't require electricity or any of the other kinds of hookups that you'd get in a campground. It's basically what we talk about a lot, boondocking, but in a usually in a super yeah, beautiful in place. A place that's really cool. We have stayed at museums. We have a stay coming up at Keepers of the Wild, yeah. which is in Valentine, Arizona, and it's a wildlife refuge. So that's very exciting for us. And so there, it's not just wineries. So a lot of people say, well, I don't drink wine. I don't want a Jordan Harvest host. And that is certainly, it's not limited to only wineries. No. And even if you don't drink wine, you can still buy t-shirts or wine for other people. Or uh, most wineries have a gift shop. But anyway, <laughs> you guys have really been adding a lot of locations and types of places as well. We have. We have a new host recruiting team. We're calling it our partnership team. And the last couple of months, we've added about 200 hosts per month. Wow. So we are really, really working hard to increase our numbers. And we know that a lot of state parks and a lot of campgrounds are either closed or limiting their members due to the pandemic. So we are trying to increase our hosts so that we have opportunity to give different options to our members that are coming in. So yeah, right now we are up to 2,337 hosts. Wow. Holy cow. Wow. I didn't realize. I, I, just thought it was like a thousand, so I didn't realize it was that many. <laughs> it probably was yesterday. <laughs> 400 of those are golf courses, so that requires a different membership. But the other 1,936 are wineries, breweries, distilleries, farms, museums, special attractions. So lots of fun places to visit. Absolutely. And I know Joel had talked about the alpaca farm. We have had Joel Holland from Harvest House in the past, and but we wanted to have Lisa back because there's been some Yeah, because some a changes. lot has changed and grown and it's almost, not that it's a different business, but it's... A better. It's just so exciting. Yeah, yeah, all the new stuff. It is. And I'll tell you, we have grown our staff. We've doubled our staff in the last probably six weeks. And so we've added a lot more team members to help on the member side. We've added a lot more team members to help on the host side, to help our hosts and our members be successful. And then we've added some more marketing people and just lots of different things that we're trying to do to just make it a lot more robust for our members and trying to figure out how we can help them while they're out on the road. So we're super excited about all the changes. As of two weeks ago, we are now the proud owners of Boondockers Welcome. That's amazing. That is super exciting. So we are going to add a lot more host locations as far as residential. So we're very, very excited about that. So Carrie from Boondockers Welcome is on our team and she is going to be helping. That sort of makes you a one-stop shop for residences, for businesses, all kinds of stays. We are actually a Boondockers Welcome host location. Right. So that means we're going to be part of Harvest Host. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And there's a winery up the street from us that is a Harvest Host yeah, location. Yeah, there's a couple different wineries, I think, really close to us that are Harvest Host locations. So how much does it cost to be part of Harvest Hosts? Our Harvest Host membership is $99 per year. That's our classic plan. And that includes wineries, breweries, distilleries, farms, museums, and attractions. And then for an additional $40 a year, you can add on our what we call our Plus Golf Plan. So that is going to golf courses and being able to spend the night at a golf course and, you know, play around to golf and have breakfast at the club and then head on out. So basically for 
about two nights worth of stays yeah you've paid for that membership and with just even the basic membership with close to 2,000 locations it really alleviates a lot of the overcrowding issue and and the harvest house places that we have stayed have never been where you're you know pass a cup of sugar from one rv to the next (laughs) yeah well, and I think the thing to remember is that a winery and a farm and a lot of these places are a little bit more rural. And so they have lots and lots of space. So even if you're, if you have 10 RVs there in one night, and we do have some of our locations that have 10 spots, you know, you might be spread out over two or three acres. So it's right. not like you're right next door to each other. So it really just is going to depend on the location that you pick. Sure. Yeah. In yeah. fact, there's been some museums and such that I have been working with where I've advocated that they contact you and set up to become Harvest Host because all you basically need is some of your parking lot or some of your, you know, maintenance lot, some a flat spot for the RVers. You don't need to provide water, sewer, electrical hookups or anything like that. Correct. So we just ask any of our hosts to provide one overnight stay for our members without any charges. And then we want it to be a reciprocal transaction. So we want them to have some kind of product that they can purchase. So maybe, you know, as I said, wine at the winery, maybe eggs and meat, cheese at the farms or alpaca socks. If you go to an alpaca farm, yeah, lots of options. If you go to a museum and you're in an aeronautical museum, go in and look at all the different spacecrafts and air aircrafts that you can go in and see. Yeah. It's not, it's, as I've said before, harvest host stays are those places you go that you want to post on Instagram. So what's your favorite Harvest Host location? Probably Six Sigma, only because we've been there so many times now. Yeah, and we just love it. Well, we we were there a lot of times before we even camped. And we okay. love to go there and get the wine and meet. We're friends with the owners. So then when we found out they were Harvest Hosts, we're like, let's join. <laughs> a lot of fun. We just got a new like primate location in Florida. So you can go down and look at monkeys. We have an alligator farm. We have a skeleton museum. We have... A cleaning museum, the Museum of Clean. Oh. <laughs> so lots of different fun stuff. It's it's not just all about farms and breweries. We have a lot of fun special attractions that you go to. You can also go to. The RV Museum? We have the RV Museum, yeah. That's the one in Elkhart? Uh-huh. Okay. You can go and look at RVs all the way from, you know, like way back whenever to, you know, to now. And they're pretty fun. Like if you look at the pictures, they have some really unique pictures in there and they have some other stuff in there too, besides just RVs. So lots of fun stuff to, to look at. The museums are fantastic and the unusual places to stay. The primate place would be interesting. I could go and check out all my relatives, see how they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) We're actually, to tie it into other things that we're doing, the RV Museum is going to be the location of the Drab to Fab reveal with the RV Women's Alliance. And so June 23rd, that's going to be a hop in place to be. Yeah. Oh, perfect. And so if you have, I don't know if they'll, they may close off stays to our members because you're having an event there. But if they don't, you know, then someplace if people are a member and they're going to go to your program, then they can yeah. check out and stay right on property. Right. Yeah, that's our goal is to stay there. You better then. get your reservation in really quick. Yeah. Speaking of which, do you guys know about the new request to stay system? Yes, but I think our audience should know. In fact, I just used it yesterday. 
Perfect. So we just, at the beginning of this year, have a new online request to stay program. So our members can go to, like, let's say they were going to stay at the um, RV Hall of Fame. Now, they don't actually, they're not using the request to stay system right now, but if they were, they would go and they would actually be able to see the calendar, know what days are open on their calendar, and they can just request to stay right there online. Click a button and the host gets an email, says, hey, Peggy and Tony want to come stay with you and they can just approve it or deny it. And then you get an email right back saying, Hey you guys, come on, we'll see you on June 22nd and you're all set. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that because you get sometimes faster feedback on stays. Well, it's a little bit easier for our host. It takes a little bit of the burden away from them because they now don't have to record all of the information. What's your member number? You know, what's your phone number? What's your email address? They don't have to record any of that. It's all captured. So they literally get all that information in a quick email and can just okay it. So I think it's really great. They have it all in one location. They can download the stay calendar to their calendars and, you know, just makes for an easier user experience when they're trying to do business on a day-to-day basis it helps them to do business a little better and a little quicker on our end. Right. And that's the thing to remember about Harvest Hosts is they're not just sitting around waiting to host us. (laughs) They are businesses running businesses that have other responsibilities and things to do. So that sounds like a great addition for them to just be able to see that email, click a button and be done. Right now, that's an option for your hosts, right? That's not, not not every host. It is an option. So all of our new hosts are coming in to, they're automatically being put on that system. So right now we have over half, so we have over a thousand hosts, close to 1100 hosts that are using the, the online system. So it's working out really well. Well, and a lot of our, the hosts that went on at the very beginning have given us tremendous feedback about things that they would like to see added and features that they would like to see. So just about you know, every few days we're adding another feature to the online request to stay system. So we've added so many features just in the last couple of months. We're keeping our tech team really super busy right now. <laughs> That's good. Well, as we planned our Route 66 adventure, a lot of the stays are at Harvest Host locations. And it's just been, it's been great because it's not just a campground, but it's an experience that's a component of that trip. Right, right. So it's, I mean, it'd be even worth the equivalent of a campground fee, but instead it's not. It's you, know, you pay your hundred bucks a year, and uh, there is a discount on the Stressless Camping website in our discounts and deals section. So it's not ninety nine dollars for you if you're a Stressless Camping podcast listener. Awesome. So as a business, why would you tell me I should sign up to be a Harvest Host location? Well, because we have over a hundred thousand members. And we will introduce your business to our 100,000 members without any charge to you. So we are here to support, I like to say we're here to support small business one RV at a time. And we will have our RVers come to you and stay at your property and buy some of the things that you are selling. The reason that you're in business is the first place is because you love what you do and you love your wines and your alpacas and your monkeys and all the things that you love. So we give you the opportunity to share the thing that you love the most with our members. And then, as I said, we want to make it a reciprocal transaction. So we want them to make a purchase from you. So we'd rather them pay you, you know, pay for your products and have a wonderful experience while they're there than maybe stay at a big box store or stay at a restaurant overnight. We, we want them to have a unique experience. It makes perfect sense. If you have a, 
unique or special business, you might want to contact Harvest Host and become a Harvest Host location. I mean, we we really appreciate the heck out of our Harvest Host days. There are some where we're semi-regulars there, <laughs> and then there are some that are first-time experiences for us, and they're all, it's a great experience. And when we are there we leave the place as as nice or nicer than when we stayed there's a place right on our website that says become a host it's a tab and so if you want to reach out there and get more information i know that one of our host partners would love to connect with you and you know tell you a little bit more about our hosting program and how it works and there really aren't a whole lot of requirements it's your business so you get to do it your way we hope that we come alongside of your business and complement it a little bit that's kind of what we're trying to do for a small business so you can set the days and times that you're open you can block out an entire month if that's a you know if you're an apple orchard and you're super busy in October, you may not want to have to have RVers come to your facility. So you can block out the whole month of October, or if you're going on vacation and your farm's going to be closed in January, you can block that out. So we want to come alongside of small businesses and really just support them in their endeavors and have our members supporting them also. It's good for the RVer and good for the business. And everybody wins. Everybody wins. It's, It's amazing. Anything else you'd like to share with our audience about Harvest House, Lisa? Well, I think we have a fantastic team. We have a lot of fun at what we do. I can't say enough about the team that we have. We have about 20 people right now. And it's just, it's grown. I was Joel's first employee besides the tech team. I was his first employee. And he told me this was going to be a part-time job. And it has <laughs> never, it's never been a part-time job. <laughs> so it's just a really fun business. You know, the RVing community is just a mostly a bunch of very fun, happy people out having, you know, a great time and experiencing life along the way. And they've realized that there's a little bit more to life than going to work and work in the 95 and doing all that. So a lot of working people on the road, a lot of people who are, you know, out there working, but they're doing it in a different kind of environment, you know, than what I, you never would have heard that when we were growing up, Hey, let's take an RV and let's take our job on the road and go out. <laughs> yeah. It's not something anybody ever did. And so the generation that's here now has the opportunity to just have some really amazing experiences out there by visiting our hosts and, and seeing what's out there and getting exposed. Maybe you've never been exposed to a farm. Maybe you've never been exposed to a, you know, a winery and seeing how, from start to finish, how's a bottle of wine, you know, how's that wine get in that bottle? And so we just get some fun pictures. I just love our community. I love our team. I think it's just a really fun place to be. Absolutely. We completely agree. And we look forward to enjoying our Harvest Host Day as we travel Route 66 and beyond. That's right. And make sure if you are a Stressless Camping listener and you have not joined Harvest Host that you use their discount code and join today. Yes. We agree. (laughs) Super. Thank you so much for having us. And um, I hope you have fun adventures on Route 66. Oh, I'm sure it should be great. So, all right, Lisa. Well, thanks for your time. We'll let you go. And uh, hopefully our paths will cross again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. We love being part of the largest club of RVers with events, rallies, tours, resources, and more. And you can be too. That's the FMCA, and it's not just for motorhomes anymore. Now any RVer can join the FMCA and enjoy their fantastic benefits. Yeah, like chapters where people of common interest gather and go on outings and adventures together. It's a great way to meet other RVers who share your interest or location. But there are other great resources too, like a beautiful magazine, forums, videos, 
tutorials, and so much more. And don't forget the incredible programs like Medical Assist, where the FMCA is there for you in the event of a medical emergency on the road. Yes, and we signed up for the FMCA's Roadside Assistance, which specializes in RVs and offers towing to the nearest qualified repair facility, no matter how many miles away it is. It's a great optional program that's been part of the FMCA for years. Plus, of course, we've got a good deal for you. New members can save $10 on an FMCA membership. We've got the details and more information on this terrific organization on our discounts and deals page at StresslessCamping.com. Join us and other RV enthusiasts at an upcoming rally or gathering and save money in the process. Now Now that's that's Stressless Camping. camping. All right, we are back. And so now you know what you need to know about Boondockers Welcome and Harvest Hosts, now one big happy family. So now we want to tell you about the Harvest Hosts that we stayed at the other night which we truly enjoyed. It was so wonderful. It was called Keepers of the Wild. It is a wildlife refuge in Valentine, Arizona. It's on Old Route 66, so it's not on Highway 40. You have to kind of take a little detour onto the old route. The town of Valentine isn't much really of a town. It's just (laughs) that happens to be the name of the place where Keepers of the Wild Wildlife Refuge is. And this place houses a bunch. Lions and tigers (laughs) and bears. Oh my. But seriously, it's a, as Peggy said, it's a wildlife preserve and animals go there to retire. And most of them are exotic animals, like literally lions and tigers and bears. Literally. And there's also camels and monkeys and parrots and birds and just all sorts of cool animals. And they're all rescue animals. These are not bred animals. These are animals who have either been rescued from, you know, a roadside attraction or a Vegas show or I don't know why, but some lady thought she could raise a tiger in an apartment or a small house. She raised it like a house cat. It sat on her lap until it just got too big and she realized that wouldn't work. And so Keepers of the Wild now is the caretaker caretaker of that big big cat. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So what you can do at Keepers of the Wild is for 30 bucks, they have a guided tour. The tour guides were really informative, giving details about the animals themselves, how they got there, various things to know about it. And it was both entertaining and informative. So we really enjoyed, it was $30 well spent in my opinion. It really was. And we happened to get on the 330 tour, which is feeding time for the big cats. And so that was really fascinating to see the big cats. They have kind of a metal pipe that's a chute, a food chute that goes from the human side of the fence to the animal side of the fence. And they open this chute and throw a turkey or two in through the chute and the cats come up and they get a lot of turkey. They get other food, some red meat and other things, but turkey has a lot of the nutrients and the bones are easily digestible. Yeah, and they're not, the turkey's not overly fattening because while the animals have nice enclosures and a space to roam and all of that, it's not, you know, hundreds of miles of the Serengeti or whatever. It's still an enclosure. One of the interesting things, so you were separated from all the animals by like a short three foot tall fence and then five, six feet of space, whatever it is. And then a really tall fence that has a fence that kind of hangs over it. Tipped in. Like it tips in in at the top. And it's like a three foot tip in at the top of the 30 foot 
chain link fence. And so the one time they did say, even though the animals technically could climb that 30 foot fence, they can't figure out what to do when they get to that tip in. Yeah. So, so far, <laughs> yeah, they've <laughs> that all been method in. has been foolproof. <laughs> yeah, that has worked out. But it's amazing how close you are to these, I mean, yeah. these big cats and bears and camel. I mean, you know, pretty cool animals. Like you're looking eye to eye with a lion or whatever. Right, right. So I really enjoyed it. I walked around, well, we walked around a lot of the park and it was terrific. I mean, it was $30 well spent. The animals are extremely well taken care of. The park is immaculate. The buildings are immaculate. The people are super friendly. I can't recommend it highly enough. And just the experience of being that close to these really magnificent animals and, and watching them have dinner is pretty cool. I mean, they get a whole turkey and they just eat it, you know, bones and all right there in front of you. So yeah. they've dressed the turkey so there's no feathers and such. Right. It's not like they're it's chasing It's like the turkey, the turkey you buy at the grocery store for your Thanksgiving dinner, basically. Right. Yeah, every day's Thanksgiving when you're when you're a lion. Keeper, yeah, when you're a lion at Keepers, <laughs> at Keepers of, the of the Wild. So because it's a harvest host, we did get to spend the night there. Yeah. And because it's a harvest host, they don't have hookups or anything and it is Arizona in the summertime. Boy is it ever. Boy it was warm. <laughs> yeah but we used we've talked about our new RV soft start Yep. and we got to really test it out on this trip so far and came through with flying colors. It that was little, really great. Yeah. We were able to run the air conditioner off the generator until the generator ran out of gas and then we said are we going to go put more gas or Nah, the air had cooled off enough that we would be comfortable for the night, and so we were fine. Yep, all good. So we have talked about that as a gadget before, and this week we have another gadget that we want to tell you about that has made this trip a lot more bearable. Yeah, also related to power. A few months back we spoke with Odyssey Batteries, and Odyssey makes AGM-style batteries, which are a enclosed absorbed glass mat battery. They're similar to the batteries that you may already have in your travel trailer, except sealed, so they require zero maintenance, which is right, a big plus. which is very nice. Um, I'm going to put a link to the episode about Odyssey batteries. They're way better at explaining their product than I am. <laughs> However, what we got was two Group 31 AGM batteries, which are pretty big. And in fact, they're so big, we couldn't put them both on the tongue of our trailer. Right. So we now have one <laughs> Group 31 Odyssey TPPL battery yeah. in place of our two 6-volt marine-style batteries that were, were really failing. Like, we yeah, were, were lucky enough to receive this battery. Literally the day the we left. The day we left. We were heading out to go to Costco and buy batteries, and we got a call from where we get our mail saying, boy, you have a really heavy delivery here. And so it was like, so, I, I was like, <laughs> So we went over and picked them up. The batteries are 80 pounds a piece that we got. They're different sizes. We're not that good at deadlifting 80 pounds off no, the ground I used like to be used better to. at it. In my old job, I used to have to carry around 70-pound ice chests full of water samples, and I could pick those up and carry them around no problem, but maybe the lack of the handle, maybe the fact that it was closer to the ground, I or don't the know. Fact that or we, the fact that I was 15 years older and yeah. not in such good shape anymore. Rounds of shape. <laughs> I thought, oh, no problem, I can lift those batteries, but nope, I could not. Anyway, what we did, we 
used a 2x4 and some ratchet straps, attached that to the old batteries and got them out where both of us were lifting, and then attached that to the new battery and put it in. We also bought a new battery box and put that in. And of course, the new battery box was just being difficult, but that's okay. We got it in and I'm really impressed. We have not had any issues with these batteries at all in terms of going below even 20%. They've just really been fantastic. They, not um, they, but it. Yeah, it. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. These batteries, you can cycle down to 20% up to 400 times, which is not ideal, but possible. But we've been running the Max Air fan and lights and charging laptops and all this goofy stuff every night, even when we're boondocking. And we haven't had any issues with the batteries even dropping below 13 volts. Right, none it's, at all. So they're pretty super. much getting completely filled up every day because we're driving for such long hours that the truck is charging the battery. So we start every overnighter with a full battery. Correct. And we just haven't had any concerns at all about having enough battery power. There was one night where we used the solar panels in the morning. It was just we did it at night and hooked it up in the morning and it was all good. But yeah, I like it. Now there are reasons we did not go with a lithium battery and some of that include we'd have to change the converter in our trailer and do some other mods and we're not so sure how much longer we're going to have this trailer yeah so that's not a hint it's just nope it's just you know something it's just something. something on our minds something something so Peggy has a gadget report as well. All right, you get a double double gadget Ooh, double report whammy. this week. We were told about an app that I downloaded on the phone called Route 66 Ultimate Guide, and I've been using the heck out of that app. It lists by state and either direction, so you can tell it you either are heading east or heading west by state, and it tells you points of interest that are, you know, something to stop and take pictures of along the route and it has been a fun app to follow along and we found some things that we never would have oh yeah thought to find yeah thought there to were look some at. real finds like that teeny tiny gas station or uh -huh. some incredible sites that a couple of tomaters <laughs> right there are so many tomaters you guys <laughs> yeah so we have been using this app so i have to say i'm a gadget right now wow. i'm looking at the app i'm looking at the gps i'm watching street signs I'm looking for things to look at. I'm switching from the app to the phone so I can, or to the camera so I can take pictures of the things we see. Whew, I'm getting tired just <laughs> talking about it. It's been fun, but it has been when we stop at night and I look back at where we've been, I say, oh man, now we have to go back because we missed a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's just, we're very grateful that there's so much left to see on Route 66. Yes. And a lot of people have done a spectacular job of preserving things. So we plan to go back and we also want to talk to some of those people because those stories are the ones that really float our boat. Absolutely. So that's your double gadget report for the week. Wow. <laughs> Last week, our question of the week wasn't really very popular. We no. asked if you would pay for concierge service when purchasing an RV. And I'm not sure if people really understand what that means. 
So we did have a couple private messages that said, yeah, can you help me? And a couple people that responded to the Facebook post that said, what are you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? So we're going to reach out, maybe find somebody who can give us some more information on being a concierge. But basically what we were talking about is hiring someone to help you choose the right RV for you. By the way, we just passed another Tomater. <laughs> I can't believe it. Darn, I didn't get to take a picture. I missed it because I was busy doing all these other things. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll oh, go back tomorrow. Man. <laughs> we're almost to our stopping point for the night. So, yeah. so this week we wanted to know if you travel for things. I don't know how to ask this question exactly. We, for example, every time we have a, a destination in mind, I look around to see if there's a brewery in that destination. You betcha. <laughs> so we travel for breweries. I have a friend who wants to visit all the caverns of the United States. So she plans her road trips around where the next cavern is that she can visit. Yeah, that's the whole truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yeah. And so that is our question. And I really hope that we get a whole bunch of responses about <laughs> oh. a whole bunch of responses about caverns. No, about what it is that you look for. You know, are you a quilter? Do you look for quilt shows? Yeah, whatever. What are, is it? Uh, cars, race cars, yeah. horse events. There's so much. There's so. so many different ideas. But what I'm a little bit worried about is you guys are going to come up with so many great ideas that it's just going to quadruple our list of places to go. And whew, we got a list already. Yes, we do. <laughs> but that's okay because we're excited to have it. So if you would like to read or answer these questions or see our other posts, you can find those. At StresslessCamping.com. And from there, jump off to the Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Right. The Facebook group stressless camping podcast is where we post those questions every week and we love to get your feedback and read all your answers and also on our website we have deals and discounts yes we do have and you can of course listen to this podcast and subscribe and speaking of subscribing we do have a once a week and only once a week newsletter That's where right. we highlight the things that went on this week as well as things we found elsewhere on the old interwebs. So the first time that you come to stresslesscamping.com, it'll ask you if you want to sign up for the newsletter. And if you miss that first time and you decide you do want to, just go to the bottom of any page and you can sign up for our newsletter and we'll send you a weekly bit of news about what's going on, what our podcast covers, and anything else that we find out there in the world about RVing. Another thing I, I want to ask a favor, if I may, Apple, when they recommend podcasts to people, look at reviews and how many people are reviewing a podcast and what people are saying. And I can tell when the reviews, when there's been quite a few reviews, and I can tell when there hasn't. So if I could ask you to take a moment to go over to good old Apple Podcasts and just drop us a review. It could just be stars or whatever you feel, but boy, does it ever help us telling the story of this podcast and helps us get better guests and all of that stuff. So in advance, thank you so much yes, for thank you. the reviews. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for subscribing. If you like to listen on the website, you can do that, but you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or any podcast place, and then you won't ever miss an episode. Boy, won't that be great. Won't that be awesome? One last thing. I'm like Steve Jobs all of a sudden. One more thing. One more thing. We have been doing 
almost daily blog posts about Route 66 and what we've seen. Yep. And there's been a bunch of pictures and stories and links and all that. So we will, of course, detail that in the newsletter. But it's there. I put a big fat Route 66 button right on the homepage of specialistcamping.com. <laughs> so it's easy. 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 Go check out the daily and follow us along Route 66. Well, for those purists, follow us backwards along Route 66 That's because right. we are going from LA to Chicago, not vice yeah. versa. Well, with that, we'd like to thank you again for taking us with you wherever you enjoy this podcast. We sincerely appreciate each and every one of you and happy, happy camping! camping. We hope you learned a lot, had some fun, and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure. And we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping!